Hello, and welcome to Living Her Legacy, a podcast that celebrates and serves mamas who are choosing to live their best life after starting their families. I'm your host, Jill Sutton, and thank you so much for joining today. As always, I encourage you to follow along on social media. You can find me on Instagram, where I am most active at Jill G. Sutton, or the Living Her Legacy podcast Instagram account. You can find me there as well. Today, I kind of tossed and turned about when to record and publish this episode. And I really, after thinking about it, I thought, let's get it at the beginning of the month so that you guys, if you wanted to create your own list, have time to kind of put something together. Now, this isn't something that I uh, came up with myself. I actually am kind of stealing this idea from Aubrey Grossen. And she did a post a little bit ago on Instagram. And it was the 10 things she's saying goodbye to in 2023. And I was really moved by this. Um, I related to a few of the things that she was saying goodbye to, but I felt like I wanted to write my own list of things that I have held on to or struggled with that I want to say goodbye to this year. Um, this is, you know, just the first week of December, usually the first week of the month I share a solo episode. So it will just be me. And honestly, a lot of times I do kind of rehearse what I'm going to say prior, but you guys are going to get some off the cuff, uh, information from me today. And a lot of it is just, you know, personal stuff, but I made a list of 10 things that I'm going to be saying goodbye to in 2023 doing my best to obviously things that are going to make my life happier and healthier and more whole. Um, and literally I'm going to be going down the list. They are not in any specific order and I have no notes surrounding them. So I'm going to do my best to explain them. And obviously these aren't going to relate. Not all of these will relate to you and your situation, but for me and my life, these are things that I felt like I could get rid of and my life would be way more happy. So starting off, number one on the list is focusing on growing on social media. Uh, that has been my main focus for 2023. I was really trying to grow my Instagram account, get to, you know, a thousand subscribers or followers on Instagram. And um, as well as growing my family personal YouTube channel, uh, Josh and Jill on the Hill. And the reason being is if you're working with brands or if you want to work with brands, they like to see that you have a following. Now, what I have found out is I have, I'm like, I'm just under 900 followers on my Instagram account. And it's grown in the last year from about, I think about 330 maybe, uh, so it has grown tremendously, really, if you think about it, but I also want to be attracting the right people. And that's something that I've struggled with. And I feel like sometimes I create content and I want to create content that's specific to a person, uh, but it doesn't apply to everybody that follows me. So I'm, I'm been kind of torn about that. I really want to attract the right people and I'm trying not to focus as much on the growth as then just posting consistent content and things that I, um, care about. 
So that is one thing I'm saying goodbye to is growing on social media, any platform, um, even podcast listeners, you know, I, it's weird with podcasting. I don't get a perfect snapshot of how many people are listening and who's returning a returning listener. I literally will get like a random count of how many listens each episode has, but it's like very vague um, data. So as far as like data analysis, when you're trying to build a company or presence online, like it's kind of hard to follow that stuff. Um, but again, that's one thing I am getting rid of. Um, number two. Uh, is avoiding subject matter for fear of what other people will think or say. Um, up until now, I feel like I have played it relatively safe with subject matter that I post on or have podcasts about. Now there's been a few that are like a little bit of outliers for me, but I have really kept it as peaceful as I can. I am not somebody who likes confrontation at all. I want to avoid it at all costs. But I also know that in order to kind of bond and have a loyal group that believes in you and what you're doing, you kind of have to share some of the things that are maybe controversial to some. So I'm not going to say that next year I'm going to be posting crazy stuff or podcasting about crazy topics, but I am not going to play it as safe as I have been. Um, you know, I've had a few people that have applied to be on the podcast that I've said, I'm not sure if your subject matter is right for my audience. And, you know, that's obviously like weighed with, you know, discretion and trying to make sure that I'm building the right brand. Um, and I'll kind of get into that too, but, um, I've also avoided a lot as far as like, not being maybe as forthcoming about being a Christian and being a follower of Christ. And that's something that I want at the forefront of my brand now. And it's not something I'm going to shy away from. So, you know, at first I wanted living her legacy to be very approachable by everybody. I didn't want anyone to feel excluded. And I'm struggling with that now because Yes, I still want everyone to feel included and everyone welcome on the podcast and if they want to share. Um, but I also want it to be known that it is a place of um, godly character and where we're going to be seeking Christ in our walk. And as mamas, that's just an element of us. Um, so again, I'm not saying that I'm not going to have guests on that are blatantly like, like, it's not going to be all the guests are blatantly Christian and that's their message. Um, I'm still going to keep it the same, but I'm also not going to be afraid to post, you know, prayers or Bible verses or sermon notes, um, things like that, that really touch me and affect me because I have had a wild year at church where I felt like every sermon, my pastor, pastor Stephen Furtick was like preaching directly to me. And I really felt like it really tied into what I'm trying to do with my business. And I have been just kind of like silent on that front. I haven't really like let that, let you guys into that area of my life. So that's something that I definitely want to share. Okay. So that was number two, number three, <laughs> we're going way off topic here, but, uh, restrictive eating, uh, probably most mamas and most women have struggled with body image at some point, self-confidence at some point. And for me, 
I feel like I've gotten into a better place in the last few months where that's not my go-to anymore. Um, restrictive eating used to be really something that I would fall into to get back on track, you know, and deny myself all these things. And, um, I think some of you guys have heard that, like, I really started trying to speak more positively about myself and my body since probably October or September, October. And I have felt so much better. And I used to daily religiously get on the scale and just how much that hurt me in the long run has, you know, it's just, it's just absurd, you know, like what we do, how we tie our self-worth to our physical body. And I'm following a lot of people on social media that are very body positive and that has been really helpful. Um, I love just kind of the real talk. I love real bodies. And, um, so anyway, that is one thing. Another thing that I'm going to be saying goodbye to in 2023 is restrictive eating. Uh, number four, rushing my kids. <laughs> now it's funny because I've been thinking about this list and rushing my kids has been on my mind because it's something I feel like I do nonstop. Like I honestly feel like if I'm not rushing them, something's wrong. Like I'm constantly hurry up, put your shoes on, hurry up, clean up that puzzle, hurry up, go to the bathroom, hurry up this, you know, it's like, that is like, that is like the normal phrases that come out of my mouth. And it's, it's, discouraging that that's kind of the place where I live. I really want to enjoy their childhood. And I'm not saying that I don't, I just find that I am rushing all the time. And I feel like it already is going by so fast that I really need to change my behavior in that. Now, I'm not going to say that we are never going to be rushing because obviously there are time limits and constraints to certain things. Like if we're trying to get out the door to church or something like that, but um, I also am finding it that it is my responsibility to start earlier, if need be, um, with my own, you know, getting myself ready and starting gently, you know, just more gently having that conversation with them about getting ready or getting their shoes on. Um, it's interesting, like, like I said, I've been thinking about this for a few days, and I've found myself still doing it, still rushing, still pushing. And I know this one is going to take some time, but at least it's on the forefront of my mind now. And definitely something that I want to say goodbye to in 2023. <clears throat> uh, number five. Okay. So we have one was growth on social media. Two is avoiding subject matter for fear of what other people will think. Three restrictive eating Four rushing my kids. Number five, resenting and or devaluing rest. I had this conversation with my husband the other day because I found that my job is a nine to five, nine to five job. I work on the clock nine to five. He is the owner of his own company and he has moments where he has downtime and he has moments where he is like go time. And I struggle and I shared this with him when I see him come in in the middle of the day and sit on the couch and put on football, I resent it and I get bitter and frustrated and think he should be working. He should be doing this. And it started to 
bother me because I was thinking, gosh, if I were resting or if I had a break, I wouldn't want him doing that this, that to me. I wouldn't want him judging me or saying that I don't deserve a break. <laughs> so um, I do it to myself as well. And maybe some of you go-getters or um, you also maybe feel this where you kind of either resent rest or you don't place a value on resting. And my goal for 2024 is going to really honestly be to build in rest, to time block rest, because it is so important physically and mentally. I think there was a time with this podcast where I kind of got down a little bit towards like the end of summer, early fall. And I stopped posting on social media for it. And I really put in a lot less effort. And I think some of that was because I wasn't rested. I wasn't re-energized. I didn't uh, pour into myself. So um, I think a lot of you guys have seen maybe the, there's like memes or little pictures where it's like, if you don't have a time of sowing, you don't have a time of harvest, right? You have to take that break to sow into yourself and whatever that looks like for you, whether it is rest, whether it is education, whether it is time with your family, whether it's, you know, time off from work, whatever it is, um, you have to sow into yourself in order to reap the harvest. And so that's something that I'm really trying to figure out how that's going to look for me. Uh, I almost have thought about, you know, not doing anything for the month of December in order to gear up and be ready for the start of the new year. Um, but I just haven't quite made that decision of how that is going to look. But again, the thing I'm saying goodbye to is devaluing, um, rest. And I want to be able to add that more back into my life weekly, if not more often than that, uh, just to keep myself fueled and energized. Um, Okay, number six, kind of going alongside that is denying, I'm saying goodbye to denying myself pleasure or fun. Now, I like to have fun, <laughs> but something in me switched when I became a mom where things that bring me joy, pleasure, fun that aren't productive uh, did not have a place in my life or in my schedule. And it has taken me a very long time to realize that how much I deny myself just nonsense, fun, <laughs> uh, fun without a purpose, you know, just uh, laughing and being silly. And I feel like you know, a lot of times they'll say the mom is the thermostat in the home, right? So whatever I'm feeling, if I'm upset, the rest of the house feels it. If I am happy, the rest of the house feels it. So one of the things I'm saying goodbye to is denying myself that fun, just carefree time. Um, how that's going to look, I don't know. I really don't know. I feel like it has been almost six years of just like mom mode where everything has to be serious. I have to take care of everybody. Um, we do fun things. Like we went on our Disney cruise and things like that. And that was fun, but it was like built in, you know, it was very built in fun. It was something that like, I don't know, it just seemed 
it was good, but it wasn't like an everyday sort of thing. And that's something that I want to build back in. So that is something I'm saying goodbye to in 2023, denying myself pleasure or fun. Um, number seven, being scared to sell slash succeed. Okay. This one is definitely like an imposter syndrome that I have to get over myself. I have um, connected with about four or five different brands and have partnered with them. And I have shared maybe about two of them, um, which I don't have a contract with some of them that say like, I have to share, you know, every month or anything like that. But part of it is I feel out of place, like on Instagram, again, sharing brands or products that I love, which is so funny because it is like, I have not reached out to a brand that I don't use myself and that I don't love. So it's not like something, um, you know, bizarre or very salesy, but it just still feels very weird. So something that you will start seeing on the podcast is 30 second, 30 second ads where I am going to be, um, sharing a brand. Uh, this is, this honestly is a way that I'll be making money. So, um, it's something that I've been just hesitant to do. I don't want to feel like impersonal. I don't want to feel like I'm pushing something. I don't want it to feel like that's the only thing I'm there for. Uh, because it's not, but I also want my LLC, my company, my brand, Jill G Sutton and the living her legacy podcast to get off the ground. And I want it to start bringing in some income. So you will be seeing some more of that. Uh, and that is again, one thing I'm saying goodbye to in 2023 is being scared to sell or succeed. And I think I added succeed in there because there are certain things that I know I need to do with my podcast, with my website, with my email list that, uh, would help me be way more successful. And I just freeze up. I don't follow all the way through. I have like 90% of it there, but I don't do that last 10%, which would be like the selling point or, you know, having that success. So again, that's something that saying goodbye to. So that is number seven, number eight. Uh, this one sounds weird, but inconsistency. Uh, so a lot of people say like, in order to grow your brand, like you have to be consistent. You have to be consistently posting. You have to be consistently reaching out to people. And, um, I, I agree with that. I think that makes perfect sense, but where I want to become more consistent is in portraying who I am and what message I want to send out into the world. So I feel like I have taken the last year and a half to really kind of think about my message, think about who I am as a person, think about who I want to reach as a population. And I don't even know if I have it all packaged together yet, but I feel like if I can get consistent in that, that is really what's going to um, strike a chord with people and feel like I am their person, right? So saying goodbye to inconsistency. Um, Number nine, again, we're going like totally opposite direction. Number nine is that I'm saying goodbye to guilt around getting rid of clutter. (laughs) Um, I'm a cluttered person. I don't know how you would say that. I have a lot of clutter. I have a hard time 
uh, following up or finishing out what I'm supposed to be doing with the task. So let's say mail comes in, I say, I'll address it later. And then there starts this pile of paperwork, right? And then fast forward like four months and now I've got to go through like 300 pages of stuff that is either past, past <laughs> and expired or, you know, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't matter anymore. It's over with and it takes time. And so one of the things that I really want to be okay with is taking the guilt out of getting rid of stuff. And I think that sometimes I'm fine and I am like on a cleaning rampage and I can toss this goodwill that, you know, uh, really start kind of going through some of the stuff. But for the most part, I have a hard time with that. I feel pressure to keep things or um, I don't know. I'm sure you guys feel it too, where there's just like, I don't know. I think I'm feeling it even more with Christmas coming up, knowing like there's going to be a whole bunch of like incoming gifts for the kids. And like our house is already like filled to the brim with stuff. And I'm with the idea of having the girls do like a St. Nick thing where we package each a bag of stuff to get rid of um, and give to other kids in need. I have tried that before in the past and usually they pick stuff that I still am like attached to. And I do find that I'm getting a lot better about like not caring as much about the stuff. Like Esme, my youngest, goes to daycare and she always wants to take a toy. And when Arlo was younger um, and she'd want to take a toy, I'd be like, if you lost that at daycare, like that's never coming back. So why don't we pick something else? And I'd have her choose like something else that I didn't care about if we lost or not. Um, and now I'm to the point where like, take it, that's fine. Like if we lose it, it's one less thing in this house. So obviously it's like, that is a wide range of things. Like when you're talking about decluttering a house, it, it's not just as simple as paperwork. Sometimes, sometimes it's furniture. Sometimes it's things that are passed down that you've got to figure out what of this am I keeping and what am I not? But um, 2023 is my year to just kind of guilt-free get our house to a livable state where it's comfortable, clean, and less cluttered. Uh, and last on my list, number 10 is negative self-talk. So I've talked about this before, uh, and I am going to be holding a workshop. I just need to pick a date, but negative self-talk is something also that I have worked on for the past few months, kind of talking to going back to that restrictive eating one. Um, I've really tried to change my narrative and I've, I read a book called The Last Diet. I'll link it down below. And she literally goes through some of these exercises that I want to go through with some other people so that they can help identify negative self-talk and change that behavior or that verbiage inside. Um, I have found that I am really awful towards myself and The things, you know, I would say to myself are not something that you would say to anybody, anybody. And I'm sure a lot of you can testify to that yourself, you know, uh, going back to kind of that restrictive eating, I would maybe start something and, you know, in my mind, I would be, why are you trying to do this? Like you've never succeeded before. You're not going to succeed now. Like 
go ahead and just have the snack that you want to have because yeah, why push it off any longer, right? Um, you're not able to do this. You're not, you know, worthy of being able to do this. You aren't like them. You're, you're always going to be like this, you know? Anyway, those are, those are really the PG version of what I say to myself sometimes, but, um, negative self-talk is so pervasive and it really, changes your mood and your self-confidence and that in itself can change your body image. So I had put together a body positive, body positive mantra, and I had started saying it to myself every day. And it's kind of one of those, again, fake it till you make it type of things, but, um, things that I would say to somebody else, like your body carried two children, like, your body is strong. You have been able to run, you know, marathons and half marathons. You should be really proud of yourself. Like you're able to lift the weights that you want to lift. You're able to push yourself. And anyway, talking about like, um, the number on the scale, isn't something that matters. The number on the waistband of your pants, isn't something that matters. Like that is not something that judges your worth or your character. And in the grand scheme of things, when you're 80, 90 years old, is that something that you should have spent that much time of your life worrying or caring about? And I feel like that's kind of what hit me the most is how many years have I said that New Year's resolution of I'm going to lose X amount of pounds in X amount of months by doing... (laughs) eating X amount of calories and working out X amount of hours. Um, It's a repetitive yearly, you know, goal. And I have wasted so many years thinking like that and, and I'm, I'm done with that. So again, one of the things that I'm saying goodbye to in 2023 is that negative self-talk. So just to recap, we'll go through one through 10 really quick, and then we'll close out this episode. Uh, Number one was Uh, saying goodbye to growth on social media. Number two, avoiding subject matter for fear for other people will think or say. Number three, restrictive eating. Number four, rushing my kids. Number five, resenting and or devaluing rest. Number six, denying myself pleasure or fun. Number seven, being scared to sell or succeed. Number eight, inconsistency with who I am or what message I want to portray. Number nine, guilt around getting rid of clutter. And number 10, negative self-talk. So if you do want to come to my unknown date, um, you know, whatever you want to call it, not a seminar or anything, it's just going to be kind of like a workshop where we can work through it together. Um, Go ahead and send me an email. You can sign up for my email list at jillgsutton.com dot com, a pop-up will pop up (laughs) and you can sign up there and just let like, you know, put in the subject line. Um, you'll get a welcome email and then you can just like respond back to that email and just say, um, what should we call it? Negative self-talk or goodbye, negative self-talk maybe. Um, and then I'll know that you want to be in that and I'll get that deep, those details out as soon as I put that together. Um, but yeah, 
I am curious what is on y'all's list. I would love to know things that resonated with you, things that you might do that are the same and things that you might have completely different, you know, something that you've thought about that is just completely different. I think this is a good time to kind of self-reflect and think about that before the new year. It's a great way to start a little bit lighter, a little bit fresher in the new year. And I really think trying to get rid of some of these things out of our lives that are, you know, toxic or negative energy is such a good thing. Anyway, I love you guys. And I'll see you next week.